Hello and welcome to Sister Act. This is a podcast where two sisters recap movie musicals. Uh, I am one of those sisters. I'm Jackie. I'm the other one. I'm Nicola. And today we are talking about, for some reason, a movie I was very eager to see and then I saw it and I was like, why did I want to see this? Yentl. (laughs) This movie was insane. (laughs) I find that when I'm watching movies alone, like, I laugh a lot more than I would if I was with other people. And, like, that scene, you know, like, the long scene with Mandy Patinkin towards the end. The, the, like, very last scene? Pretty much, when she reveals that she's a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were so many moments where I was just, like, laughing because it was so crazy. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) I didn't not enjoy I'll, this movie but the thing i didn't I really like about this wanting. movie and i don't really know what i thought it was i mean i really just didn't know what yentl was and i was very curious and i knew it was like barbara streisand i don't know it was very interesting also to like see this as barbara streisand's like passion project like that's just interesting to me that this was like she really wanted this to happen and i was watching um, what's that YouTube channel you introduced me to? Be Kind Promo Rewind? For the, yes, Be Kind Rewind I was going to bring up that video as well. So That's... I didn't, and it makes total sense to me that the reason there is music in this movie is in part because that was just like, Barbara Streisand was selling albums, and so they added music to like, make it more of potentially, like to increase its odds of box office success, like to make it a safer bet. Which I didn't realize. And so I was like disoriented watching it and seeing that it wasn't really like a musical so much as it was like a Barbara Streisand concept album based on this short story that then got turned into a film. That's I, For a moment, I was like, was the music written first inspired by this short story? But no, the music got added in, yeah, in she, subsequent she drafts. She wanted it to but, just be a movie. But they were like, maybe we would greenlight this if it was a musical because more people would be interested in seeing it if it was a musical. So then, which, but she didn't I write the say, songs, but she did yeah, write the screenplay. She co wrote the screenplay. And she directed it and co produced yeah. it. And I think that her directing in this is more interesting to me than her act. Like, her I singing, agree. her vocal performance is obviously like incredible because she's a very talented singer but as an act like i feel like she was getting out acted by mandy like as a director she got better performances out of people who weren't her which is a testament to her directing ability but also just made her like as the central character who's on screen for a lot of movie i was like barbara strand said you could do more <laughs> you know but like and it's fine that she didn't it was still a good performance it just wasn't like i wasn't like whoa barbara streisand is acting circles around these people but then she would break into song and i'd be like well but it makes sense that she's the lead but it's interesting that she didn't even want there to be music initially yeah, I, I I do think that, like, the story of just how this movie came to be is pretty interesting. I thought it was so funny. 
of reading the Wikipedia page, and maybe this was mentioned in that Be Kind Rewind video, but it was so long ago, that, like, she dressed as a man and, like, convinced some producer that she, like, was a man who broke into his house, and that was, like, what got him to sign <laughs> off on it. Because that everyone, was not of the Be Kind Rewind was, video. like, you you are too old and too feminine to play this role. So then she... She was... She felt too old to me at first, only in that I don't know how old the character was supposed to be because it was like, there's a... And part of the reason I was like, this wasn't a great performance, not a bad performance, but just like not a spectacular one to me, was because it starts by being like, 1904, Poland. There is a girl who loves to study the Talmud and her name is Yentl. And the use of the word girl, and then you see like Barbara Streisand who looks like 40, like going into town Mm -hmm. to buy things and the peddler of books is like, the books for girls are elsewhere. It just felt like, am I supposed to think she's 18? And then they're like, then they're like, she's too old. Like you're so old to Mm -hmm. be unmarried, but that could mean... 25 right like like this how is, old you are to yeah. be unmarried this is Doesn't another usually thing mean 40. I, I read on the wikipedia page was that as years and years went by and the movie still wasn't being made they changed the age of yentl from 16 to 26 i was so like yentl that was, was supposed not to be made 26 but okay <laughs> She didn't. She felt thirty six. Like that would have been. Well, but again, it would have Barbara been like Streisand insane. Was definitely much older than twenty six still, but it definitely could not be playing a sixteen year old. Yes, and she kind of is like va- Her expression is like vacant. As she, the first scene is that she's like buying fish, but there's a man in the distance selling books, like religious books for boys and picture books for girls. And she's like so distracted by this man selling religious books that she's like not paying attention to the fishmonger. But it seems like she's just like having a stroke or something. Like she's just like (laughs) so not paying attention. (laughs) But it, it was like, am I supposed to think this is like an easily distracted child? I just, it was not clear to me (laughs) what they were trying to do there. But then, I mean, I guess we're kind of into it. Yes. Then she goes, so, she, yes. she buys then the book. She tries she's like, this to book is for book. my dad. And yeah, and he's like, um, no, these are the books for boys. Like, girls can't read the Talmud. And he's like, she's like, well, what if I said it was for my dad? And I thought that she was just like saying that to get him to sell it to her. But then it actually was for her dad. So I was like, <laughs> why did you have to make such a fuss? This but. fight with the, I will say, in the interest of being fair to, I have to have the same thought about historical, fe- fe- like, modern feminism in a period context that I had for Cinderella. The scene got a little bit under my skin where she's like, why can't girls study the Talmud in, like, public to this bookseller? Like, you don't need to have this conversation with a stranger. And this also just, like, isn't how you would go about this. But then the movie isn't like, you know, it's not like Cinderella. That's just a weird scene because Mm -hmm. then we go into the house and she's terrible at baking. She's making this like challah that's totally flat and she's burning everything. And there's like a guy studying with her dad. Her her dad like is a tutor or like teaches the Talmud. And um, he's like quizzing this boy and he doesn't know any of the answers. And Yentl is like screaming them from the kitchen like, you idiot. (laughs) And, and then, then the, the boy, boy is like, like, you know the Talmud? Like, that's like witchcraft. And then they're like, uh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then later, th- then they sit down, they have her terrible dinner, and he's like, I kind of like how this bread isn't cooked. And, and she's like, oh, dad, you're too nice to me. I'm terrible <laughs> at cooking. But then he, like, she's like, please, can we do a little bit of studying? And he closes the window, like, he closes the shades, and he's like, God will understand, but the neighbors won't. So the movie clearly, like, is treating, like... That was just, like, some dumb second-wave feminism dialogue that she said in the first scene of the movie, but then later it's more incorporated into, like, the fabric of reality. Like, it feels more like a world and not, like, someone's imagining of, an, like, how not feminist the past was or whatever. Yeah. But. I'm just thinking, because now I think it's after they eat dinner, then she sings, where is it written? But I honestly goes don't to be- think that we need to... Oh, right. He goes to bed and then he like... She, yeah, they start studying. But he's kind of like old and sickly. He's falling asleep as yeah. soon as they start. So then she's like, oh, Papa, I'm tired. Can we do this tomorrow? And he's like, oh, yes, of course. Thank you. And then he goes to bed. And then something happens and she runs into his room. Like, does he call out to her or... No, I don't think so. She just like puts on his little prayer. I'm sorry, I don't know enough about the I, the, the items of Jewish prayer. The little like blanket, the white, the thing. <laughs> like the. I don't want to be like insensitive and in using the wrong words, but yeah, she puts on the little prayer shawl and takes out a, one of the major texts of the Torah and is like reading it and then you know like just touching books and being emotional and being like oh what do i do where is it written that i can't study this i love to study the torah and the talmud what i was gonna ask is and then she just like peeks into his room she's like watching him sleep oh oh, okay do we even need to talk about the songs because they don't help like remember Uh, yeah i think we should Um, because i'm like i'm like this is one of those moments. What is that song? But we can we can try to go by them. I'd only like to try to touch base on the songs because, you know, a, a peek into our process. Typically, right, you and I both don't have anything to reference about what happened to the movie, yeah, except we for we'll have, have the, the like, track, track listing of the soundtrack. So even though it's not super helpful in this case, it is useful to make sure we're not, like, missing huge chunks of story to sure, kind of remember yes. when did she start singing But I'm something. just saying, I don't even know if the song titles will help me remember because we'll also all the songs kind of sound the same they're all just barbara streisand solos yes but anyway i think it's during where is it written also they're all like montages that she's not even like singing sometimes it's she's just, singing like, this one she starts singing and then she goes into the dad's bedroom to like yeah. l- watch him sleep and she stops singing other times it like starts off just like a disembodied voice but then she'll like start mouthing the words and i'm like oh i don't know what's (laughs) happening but i think during a montage in where is it written um she's like standing in a balcony oh yes this is the song where then she goes to church and all the men are praying and she's in the balcony where the women are and her dad like collapses and she yells papa 
And then everyone's like, oh my god, what is wrong with her? She's so disruptive. I'm like, her dad just collapsed. Like, but he's, he just fell asleep. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's very sleepy, but then he's gonna die soon. Like, if they're setting it up that he's gonna die, but he's not, not like well. having coughing fits or anything. He just like dozes off, and then she calls out Papa, and he wakes right up, and he's like, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> but he's not like, someone get me a doctor. So, no, but it's, yeah, I don't think it's even clear what she like, was shouting he's about like, to everyone. I'm fine, Yentl. And, everyone's like oh my god yentl shut up you're you're such a witch reading the talmud at night we all know yeah then there's some whispering like i hear that she's reading the talmud mm-hmm. or whatever and they're like she's not supposed to um so then he dies and then then there's like a yeah, his funeral and she, someone's like who's he also though it's important prayer. to note before oh. he before he dies it's clear he's like so we established this idea that is never going to be refuted which is that like the most holy thing a woman can do is have children you know like like mm-hmm. men and women are, men and women are both capable of learning and the father knows that and he's like hey yeah like it's kind of messed up that you can't learn but also like you know you should want to be married so you can do the most sacred act that there is which is like bringing children into the world because all of this like learning and understanding truth and stuff it's not if, useful if unless there there's someone to pass it on it to dies with us yeah exactly but then he's also like but i'm very lucky i'm grateful to have been your father you're you make me very proud he's not like disappointed in his daughter for not wanting to get married and then he dies like after the last thing we hear him say is like i'm proud of you and then the, we pan up to the trees and then we pan down through different trees and he's dead and it's his funeral yes. um and and then she says this prayer at the yeah. funeral and everyone's like <gasps> she like grabs the book out of the rabbi's hand and everyone's like but a man's supposed to read it and she just <laughs> ignores them and keeps reading the prayer and then and people just like are like all right i guess <laughs> settle in um and then, and then we cut to, like, she's in her house, and she's got all these, she's, like, like they're packing up their stuff, and it's, like, it's been three days. We mourn for three days, and then we move on, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's time to move on. And there's a lady who's, like, you're going to move in with me, and I'm going to have you cooking and cleaning all the time. You're not even going to have time to mourn. And she's, like, I do not want to do that. And so she sends every, everyone leaves the house. Someone's, like, maybe we should get out of here. She's, like, too emotional. She's being very protective of his books and stuff. Um and then she, every, everyone's gone. She goes and she looks at herself in the mirror pretty intensely. And she cuts her hair. And, and then it, we just cut. Yeah. And ahead. it's always something I think about. I'm like, that was such a, like, ugly cut. But then she had, <laughs> yeah. like, a perfectly styled little, like, yeah. boy haircut. I'm like, you did that yourself? No. Especially the back of the head. It's like, you it's only had impossible. that one mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but she looks very cute. Um, oh, also something that we learn is that she had a brother named Anshul who died, which is important. Oh, did we learn that? Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. His, her dad, there was like a scene where he, he's like, oh, I remember when your brother Anshul was standing right there. May he rest in peace. Oh, that makes sense. Because later, they're not going to look at that. that <laughs> there's like a, a thing later where... We'll just get to it. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> I just didn't realize that, that there was an Anshul in her village with mm-hmm. her name. Okay. Or with her last name. So anyway, she's like on the side of the road and she's like calling out to a man driving by in a wagon. And she's like, wait, wait, let me get in. And she has her like 
you know, <laughs> accent. Like, she just sounds like Barbara Streisand. But everyone else kind of has, like, these Eastern European accents mm-hmm. so far in the film. And so it's, it like, a little funny. disconcerting. She's like, hey, give me a cab. <laughs> and they're like, this is Russia or whatever. It's just very Poland. different. Poland. So she paid, the man's like, do you have any money? And she's like, a little. And she gives him her little money. And then she goes to get in the back of the wagon and then someone kicks her out and they're like find your own way loser ha ha and they ride away and she's like ah oh, dang it and she goes into the forest she lights a little candle and says a prayer and, and then sings, she sings papa can you hear me which i feel like rachel very sang on glee <laughs> but probably i don't know that for a fact it's just as soon as it started i was like this had to be in glee <laughs> But it's a very good song. Um, yes. And then, and this is w- one of the other ones. So the first two, she's like actually singing and she's like alone, just singing to herself. So then I'm like, oh, this is like what the music's going to be like. But then it's not really like that ever again. It's like that again in the, when she's in the forest. What? All emotional. With a very bright light. She goes back to the to the pond. There's another song that feels like that in its kind of performance. She's like walking down the street and she goes oh, into yes, the forest. Yes. When Mandy Patinkin is naked. Not when, but where, yes. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> this is important in different words. <laughs> then anyway. I don't know. She, gets she on somehow a has wagon. gotten Yeah, I think she just arrived. I don't know how she gets there. She gets on like a little boat. Um, oh, and dad she? was like, is she about to sing Don't Rain on My Parade? And <laughs> she like crosses a, a, a stream or whatever. And then she winds up in some like inn with a bunch of men playing chess and eating. It's like a boarding house, but it's not a boarding house. It's like yeah. everyone's just there for the day and on their like, way to the yeshivas. If you move this piece there, you'll win. And they're like, shut up. But then the other guy does it and wins. And then he's like, you should have listened to him or something. They're like, yeah. They also, and they're they like, tease telling him. Her- yeah. Well, they tease Anshul for like not having facial hair. And then Mandy. Yeah. Tinkin everyone is, is like making like, fun of hey. Anshul for being like a little wimpy boy. But they're also like, she is like, sorry, I shouldn't say anything. And they're like, no, say your thing. Like she's allowed to speak in mm-hmm. these spaces yeah. in a way she wasn't before. And then someone Avigdor stands. Someone up. challenges her to an arm wrestling contest. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and, but there's an, it's not optional. All this arm wrestling, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and again, it's like, why is this? Why are you doing this? They're like, if I win, I give you, uh, you give me one kovek. If I don't know whatever their currency mm-hmm. is, and if you win, you give, I'll give you five. And she's like, oh, I don't really want to. And he's like, come on. And then she just does. And she loses And then he's twice. like, okay, again. And she's like, no, I really don't want to. And he just like <laughs> pins her arm down. And then he's like, okay, now you owe me two. And she's like, what's happening? <laughs> and then Avidor, but then Mandy Patinkin is like, like, Mandy Patinkin yeah. is like, hey, stop. Give him this, back his money. And then he's like, my brother took a long time to grow facial hair, too. And he had a younger brother who... Who died of pneumonia, died we're told. A couple of months ago, and they bond over both 
currently being in mourning Yentl for her father and him for and his brother. They he they meet this other guy who's like, I'm so dumb. That's my whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his and name. And he's like, but then he's, he's like, like what's, what's your, your name? name? And she's like, my name? <laughs> Anshul. Anshul is my name. And, they're, and he's like, oh, look at that. You know your name <laughs> more than that guy. Um... <laughs> He's like, we're equally good students. <laughs> um, we both know our names. But so then he, they're yes. like, we study at this yeshiva, and the rabbi's really great. And she's like, oh, I haven't really decided where I'm going to go. And they're like, okay, well, you could come to our yeshiva. And then everyone leaves. And like, every single person in this boarding hall gets out to go get in the, the caravans to the yeshivas. And she's just, like, sitting there eating her soup or whatever, like, as everyone leaves. And then Mandy Patinkin comes in, and he's like... Anshul, hey Anshul, and she doesn't remember that's supposed to be her name, and then she's like, "Oh, Anshul, that's me. Yeah, what's up?" And he's like, "There's another spot in our wagon if you want to come to our yeshiva. If you if you have if you still haven't if you want to make up your mind or whatever." And she's like, "Great, I just decided." And she gets in that wagon and she goes with them. Yes. And then in the wagon trip, immediately they're like getting deep into studying the Talmud. They're like debating things and having there's, fun there's theological arguments. There's a moment arguments. where the dumb guy asks her where she's from. And I don't remember oh, yeah. where she's from. But then he's like, oh, I have like family there. And then she's like, but we moved. Do you have any family in Riga? And he's like, no. She's like, I live in Riga. <laughs> And then they start getting it. Then yes. she's like, uh, does anyone want to talk to me about the Torah? And Alvik is like, like I'll hell say. yeah, baby, let's get into it. <laughs> so then she finds, she's like figuring out the details of how this works, too. Maybe this is that song. Oh, this is that song, I think. This is one what? of those moments. Because then it's like a montage while they're like talking about. This is when the texture of the music starts being that oh, it's like wait, 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 music wait. over people talking. No. So first they get to the yeshiva. And she has her, like, interview with the rabbi, and she's just, like, spouting off all these philosophical No, she does. Questions. Oh, that's late. Okay, so before then that, she then. she gets into the yeshiva, and then they have But the first, montage. before she gets into the yeshiva, there, I don't really know what happens then on the wagon. Because they talk about the Talmud. Maybe that's just, like, a glossy montage with just score under it. Because then they get to the town, and he's like, tomorrow you'll test with the person like with the rabbi to get into our yeshiva he'll talk to you and see if you're good enough and she's like are there like dorms at the yeshiva and he's like no but you'll find somewhere to stay like you can stay in this place where i stay there's probably a room and they go to the place and the lady's Mm. like my niece is here so you can't stay tonight but you can stay starting tomorrow and she's like okay i guess i'll go find somewhere else to stay and alvigdor's like no you'll just sleep in my bed and she's like, ugh. <laughs> but she does. Uh, you know, and then she's like, the Torah says two bachelors must sleep back to back. So don't look at me. And she's like <laughs> against the wall. Yeah, she's, she's like, like on the very edge of the bed, like <laughs> holding herself up by her hands, like against the wall. And then he's like, you're going to fall off the bed. She's like, no, this is how I sleep every night. <laughs> yeah. But before that, while they're in bed, we learn that... um. Avigdor is engaged to Hadass. Oh, yes. And And this is also the first time we're seeing, like, 
moonlight and it's the harshest brightest light you'll ever <laughs> see in your life because it's like she's studying because she's nervous about her test and avictor is like turn off the light i'm trying to go to sleep and she turns off the light and it's like still just as bright and the moon is like right in his eyes and there will just be some other moments throughout this where like the moon is out and it's like a f- full fluorescent light bulb two inches from your face um <laughs> Just flagging that about the experience of watching this movie. Anyway, Hadas, yes, is his um, fiance. Yes, and he, um, Yentl is just asking questions like, "Is she pretty?" And he's like, "She's beautiful," and blah blah blah. And then he's like, "I have dinner at her house every whatever night of the week. Like, come Tuesday. with me. Tuesday. Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's like. I can't talk about her anymore. Do you ever have sinful thoughts? And then Yentl's like, no, never. Um, then they go to bed. <laughs> then Yentl tests and gets into the... Oh, sorry. Yes. She, she's just asking all these philosophical questions. And then the rabbi is like, that was great. You know, we don't just test you on your answers, but also your questions. You're so smart. You're too smart for all of these people to be your study partner. And then it's like, oh, what about Avigdor? And then they become study partners. And then we get this montage of them just like talking about the Talmud. Chopping it up. They <laughs> love theology. And it's so fun. And there's, like, a weird little uh, thing that I guess happens at old-timey schools where, like, all the students are just in a courtyard and the the rabbi is, like, on a stairwell and he's just, like, shouting out questions and people are trying to shout out the answers. (laughs) And and Alvictor answers. He's like, oh, it's in this book on this page. And Yentl's like, actually, it's in that book, but it's on a different page. And the rabbi's like... Yentl, you're the smartest person here, but he says Anshul, because that's that's Yentl's name here. (laughs) Um, And I guess that's, this is one of those moments. At some point in one of those sequences with the montages, that song gets sung. There's a song called This Is One of Those Moments. That's what I think it is. I couldn't tell you how it goes. I was just gonna, like, make something up. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So then I know the next song is at yes. Hadassah's house. Is there anything in between those things? Not that I can think of. I think then we go to Hadassah's house. Okay. So Yentl joins Avigdor for dinner at Hadassah's parents' house. A classic Tuesday dinner. And um, Hadass is, like, serving everyone. And, like, every time she gets to Avigdor, she, like, spills stuff all over the table. <laughs> And everyone just ignores it. It's like honestly too much. (laughs) Um, But I don't remember what they're talking about. But then um, maybe they're not talking because Yentl is singing. No, they are like having a full conversation under Yentl's singing, but you can't really make it out because. But Yentl is just thinking about no wonder he loves her because she tends to his every need and like he won't even notice that he's hungry and when he does she'll already have food waiting and like whatever she'll have a jacket before he knows he's cold and then she's like if i were a man i'd love her too and i'm like 
you don't have to be a man. Like, let's make this a gay love story. And then we almost do, but, like, not quite. And it makes me I know. so I will talk about the end because it does get under my skin as well. Um, but then they, yeah, when yes. the dinner's over, they're walking and uh, Avigdor is like, wow, Anchel, you are so, like, the reason I know they're having some conversation is because he's like, I used to just sit there the first few times, but you were so on. You were, like, getting into it with the parents. Also, You're great. Also, Yentl is, like, complimenting Hadassah's mom on, like, the oh yeah silverware like, and the plates and, like, the tablecloth. And she's like, wow, like... Thank you for noticing all those things, Anshul. And then yeah. it ha- so the whole family, mm-hmm. Hadassah's mom, Hadassah's mom thinks that Anshul's really observant. Hadassah's dad thinks Anshul's really smart. Hadass, you know, just notices Anshul's presence, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Anshul's killing it with Hadassah's yes. family. Um, and also Hadassah's dad is wealthy. Also something that's mentioned, Hadassah's dad says something about um, Avigdor's brother dying of consumption. And then as they're leaving dinner, oh, yeah. um, Yentl is like, I thought your brother died of pneumonia, but like Hadassah's dad said it was consumption. And he's like, oh, um, I don't know, it was one of those two. I don't remember. <laughs> That's what he's like. You were really great at that. <laughs> Everyone <Yeah>. loved you. <laughs> um, and then I really, I think next is like the gayest scene. They're like skipping and talking about God and religion, and then they like, oh, they're talking about man and woman, and she's like, mm. it's a mistranslation. Adam, like Eve, wasn't made from Adam's rib. Eve was made from Adam's Sorry. side. Like, they're the and same. the feminine and the masculine in one, and then it was split, but they're not unequal. And he's like, no, you're wrong, because it's And says, he says something also, yeah. It couldn't have come from the this body part, because then she'd be too vain, or this body part, because of blah, blah, blah. It had to be the rib. That's what it says. And then he tackles Yentl. <laughs> And is like, they're like tickling each yeah. other. And she's like, stop, I can't breathe. And then they're like, and then they look each other in the you. eye. Yeah. yeah. It's like, because it's really, Avadora's character is really hard to like get a grasp on because he most clearly of the time, is attracted to him, mo- to Anshul as a, to, Yentl as a boy in this moment because in then moment, he's like because you know what like we should do we should go swimming naked like he's like that was too loaded we got to take all our clothes <laughs> off and get wet <laughs> like, well there are a bunch of other people already swimming naked he's like but oh, he, let's they're them. lying on the ground and he's like come on let's go to where people are swimming yes. like it, like that's he's like whoa we just had this like weird sort of charged moment we should get naked <laughs> so let, me, let me say this I feel like Avigdor, like, flip-flops. Because a lot of times, I get the impression that he feels this connection to Anshul because he just feels like he's getting a new little brother. And many times, their mm. bond seems very brotherly. But then that is other fair. times, there's just, like, these moments in slow motion where they're staring into each other's eyes and I'm like, 
it's one thing if you feel like you're attracted to men, but it's another thing to feel like you're attracted to someone who you've like adopted as your brother. I don't know. That is very fair. I don't, th- th- that's interesting. Perhaps I wasn't really thinking about the new brother element. Cause also then after this scene, there's a moment when he like grab, like Yentl says to him, like, why are you always grabbing me? Like, you're always touching me. And he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but that's, that also could be very brotherly. Later, yeah. Well, and also he's like, God, yeah, that, that could be brotherly. You're right. It's possible that the whole time he's just feeling like very affectionate for him. Like, mm-hmm. this is my new brother. And we're also supposed to be getting the impression that she is falling more and more romantically in yes. love with him. Because and most so sometimes- of the times that he grabs her, it's like, Ah, uh, come here, little bro. You know, but then she's yes. like, no, you're "Just right. it all you could touching be brotherly me touching. is like too much for me." And he's like, "Oh," but then later he's like, "I, I'm in love with you." I'm like, <laughs> what is happening to you? <laughs> but anyway, um, so yes, he's like completely naked, and is like, "Come on, let's swim," and she's like. Oh my god, no. I'm just gonna sit here and read the Talmud. And then the dumb guy is like, come on, what? You can't swim? And she's like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, that's it. I can't swim. And then he's like, well, neither can I. That's why I just stay where it's shallow. (laughs) Um, And then Avigdor is like, you can't swim? Come on, I'll teach you. And is like trying to pull her into the water. And she's like, no, just stop, no. And then he's like, oh my God, if you're that scared, like fine, just go read the Talmud. It's okay. Um, and then she sings the way he makes me feel. And this is her just like walking around the forest. No, no, this is her like, un- this is her sitting and reading and watching them. And then it's her oh, unbinding then, her chest yes. in the night. And then the next scene is she's all quiet and he's like, usually by this time in the morning, you would have told me a thousand things about whatever. And he also mentions in this scene, and this is when you're like, oh, your brother killed himself. She's like, he's like, you're so quiet and like off in your own world, just like my brother. Um, Like you really remind me of my brother. So you're right. It is. It does feel very brotherly. And then that's when that's when she says, like, you're always grabbing me or whatever. Like, why are you always touching me? Yeah. And then someone interrupts this exchange. They're like, Hadassah's dad. It's <laughs> oh. Sophie is like the maid of the Hadassah's house. And she has a letter for Avigdor that says Hadassah's dad wants to see him right now. So he's like, and he's like, oh my gosh, it's my wedding night. Yeah. So then he's running away like, the wedding night. Like, maybe this is about me having sex with Hadass. I'm like, why would that be what it's about? Well, I think it's to say that the wedding is like, he thinks that the wedding's about to happen. Oh. Eminently. But, th- but then, then Yentl goes to Hadass's home, because I guess this it's is a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, right. And she actually says when Sophie comes to get him, like, that's kind of crazy. Aren't we going to see him tonight? And he's like, well, I guess it's really urgent. We're, mm, maybe we're yeah, getting married yeah. tonight or whatever. Yes. So that's why. So then right. she goes to the house. But Hadass is crying in the sitting room. And then she runs upstairs. And Hadass's mom is like chasing her away. And then it's just like chaos in the house. Hadass's Everyone's like screaming. Like, oh, Anshul, just because all of this happened, like you're still welcome here anytime. And Yentl was like, what? What happened? <laughs> 
um and then he and then she leaves she goes to the boarding house yeah and uh, avidor is just sitting there all sad and she's like what i was just at hadassah's house like what happened and he's like the wedding's off um my brother didn't die of pneumonia or consumption i lied he killed himself oh and she does like see hadassah's dad briefly and he's like it just it wasn't good for her like he he's not who he says he is or like his family's not i i don't know he's implies that he's been lying about something yeah so then yentl learns that his brother killed himself i'm like that's such a mean reason to call off a wedding well, it's because there's melancholy runs in the family. Like, it, it, mm. they don't really understand how suicidal ideation works. So it's like, you could kill yourself and then you'd be abandoning my daughter with the many, many kids you'll hopefully have. Mm. Or my daughter won't be able to have any kids. It's like not a good idea to marry someone who's at risk of killing themselves. Um, mm. And, that you know, like, he understands where they're coming from. He's like, yeah, like, I, you shouldn't marry me, even though I don't think I'm going to kill myself. I get that my blood is bad, you know? And also, what if our kids kill themselves? You kind of get it. But she's like... Well, she's like trying to comfort him, and then he's like, you should marry her. Like, that's the solution. She says something. Oh, no, no, no. This this doesn't happen yet. First, she goes to their house, and then we get a little scene where Hadass Mm -hmm. is like serving him and clearly starting to like develop him being Anshul. And, like, Hadass is starting to develop feelings for Anshul. And then she and sings they... No Wonder Part 2. And she's like, now it's me that she's serving every need. And, like, still, if I were a man, I could love her. I'm like, <laughs> oh. we'll get and to she... the end. But, like, I really thought they should have ended up together. <laughs> I, yeah, I wanted this to be a little trouble. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> she, she's like, she's also like noticing how she doesn't get to think for, how Hadass doesn't get to think for herself. Like mm-hmm. Hadass is like, it's pretty warm. And she's like, just to be devil's advocate, she's like, actually, I think it's cold. And Hadass is like, yes, it's cold. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But also at dinner, the father is like explaining further, like, why. He'd rather hold out for a better option. Oh, and, yeah. Like, and she pushes back. And then, um, yeah, she she is really like, trying to fight for Avigdor. Avigdor is the best option. Yeah. But <laughs> there then, is no one better than him. But then the scene ends with the parents both looking at Anshul like, hmm, maybe you're yeah, like exactly someone what we like need. You. <laughs> um, so then Yantel goes back and tells Avigdor about the dinner well, Avigdor is like, what What did Hadass look like? Was she sad? Did she say anything? Um, <laughs> and then she's like, you know, it's great. Like, the whole family's a mess. You know, they even, like, seem to be thinking about me to marry Hadass. And he's like, you have to marry Hadass. <laughs> Just think about it. In the Torah, it says that if a man dies the widow has to marry his brother and we're like brothers 
and like I'm I'm not dead, but still, like I might as well be. <laughs> but so my brother's dead, to- <laughs> and that's why I've died a social death. And she's like, this is not good interpretation of the laws of God. Like, I'm not gonna do this. She's like, nothing about this is the same. I can't do that. I just I'm sorry. I can't marry Hadas. And then he's like, do you? And she keeps saying like it would be impossible. And he's like, nothing is impossible. And then he's like, all right, fine. And as he's leaving, he's like, Anshul, just tell me this. Do you have any feeling for me? And she's like, of course I do. And he's like, then you would marry Hadass. And then leaves. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, then I feel like actually there's two, but this can't be right. Are there two scenes where she's having dinner with Hadass? Because then I feel like there's a then scene where it's just the two of them and the parents the are, like, not there. Yeah. And they're, like, having tea. Because mm-hmm. then he that's comes... when she's, like, isn't it cold? And Yentl's, like, actually, I think it's hot. She's, like, no, you're And then right. she's asking, like, do you want lemon or sugar? And she, this is when she's singing yeah. because she's, like, so distracted and, like, she's in love with Hadass. But but she can't be because she's oh right. not a man. Yes, I, I was wrong. <laughs> this is where no wonder part two happens. Yeah, and then she goes back to see on to see Avigdor, and the lady who runs the boarding house is like, he's gone. Oh and right. So then and she's then like, she's like running Avigdor, after the yeah, like goes to this like whatever. I didn't really. I thought it was hub. a train. I thought but it was I a train were, station too. But then, but <laughs> then it was like was, a wagon. Yeah. Because there's, like, a moment where he's opening a door that looks like a train door. And then I thought they were walking through a train car, but they were just walking outside to the wagon. It was not very cool. I didn't understand what was happening. But anyway, she's just like, I need him to be around me. Like, I can't lose him. I'll frickin' marry Hadass. So then she's like, wait, Avigdor, nothing's impossible. And then he's like, you'll marry Hadass? All right, then I'll stay. Um, so and she then, sings a song so at the tailor's. She's at the they're tailor fitting her for her wedding like, clothes. You're not shaped like a man at all. Everything <laughs> fits wrong. This is a mess. And she's like, uh, what the hell was she saying? <laughs> and then, and this song is like pretty well done. Where yeah, we're like, this is cutting between number. the. She's like nervous about the wedding night, but we're seeing flashes of the wedding night and then mm-hmm. like so we're seeing the wedding happen but we're also seeing her be anxious about how she's getting married and there's one moment also in the song where she's like everyone just sees what they want to see like like no one's really like scrutinizing me to to confirm that i'm a man like everyone just takes me at my word they don't mm-hmm. notice that they're fitting a woman's body to fit in this, <laughs> these men's clothing and she's also like, Dad wanted to dance at my wedding. I wonder how he'd feel about I'm this. Being the groom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a good, the song is called Tomorrow Night, and it's a good song. She's just, like, freaking out. And then Avigdor is leaving the wedding, and she's like, wait, Avigdor, where are you going? And he's like, I'm leaving, but here's my <laughs> present. And then whispers very seductively... <laughs> In Anshul's ear, like... But I, to, now that you've told me that it's a brotherly relationship, I do think that it's more like just he's given him no, it quietly, is, secretly it some brotherly advice, advice about sex. But it's super, like, sexual. And Yentl is, like, freaking out. 
Um, he is, I mean, he is laying it on a little thick. <laughs> and then they get like escorted up to the bedroom and the dad is like, we expect a child in, in nine, nine months. months. Have fun. And Yentl's like, I am, why the fuck did I do this? I am so <laughs> fucked. I can't give her babies. <laughs> um, and so Hadassah's dad is saying that to Yentl and Hadassah's mom is saying to Hadassah, like, remember, your job as a woman is to, like, succumb to anything your husband demands. Um, so then they're in the bedroom alone and it's really awkward and I don't know. Um, Yentl is like, it would be sinful if you sleep with me while you still have feelings for Avigdor. So like, as much as I want to sleep with you, you should take your time and figure it out, you know, and for tonight, we'll just make it, you know, like, make it look like, we had, like, and you have the right, like, it's written yeah. actually also that you have the right to deny me. So like, I totally understand that you're denying me because you don't want to commit a sin. And then they like throw the pillows and the blankets and they, they get start drunk having, and they, yeah, they're, they're drinking. The parents walk and by and they hear all the noise. And like laughing and having fun. Um... Also, this scene was just, like, making me think a lot, like, just about, like, the concept of this film and, like, that women are forbidden from reading the Talmud. I'm like, man, it says that a woman can refuse her husband, but you just gloss over that and they're like, well, they, they'll never know because they are not allowed to read it. I'm just like, darn, oppression, man. <laughs> but also, like, it's just a cute scene, and they're, like, getting to hang out. Um, and the parents and then... walk by, and they hear the pillow fight, and they're like, nice, sex is happening. <laughs> <laughs> but they're wrong. And then, um, oh, and also, like, they break the headboard, and they, they laugh about it. And then they're lying in their two beds... And Hadass is like, I think I'm gonna like being married to you, Anchel. And then, like, reaches to, like, hold um, Yentl's hand, and Yentl, like, moves her hand a little bit and is like, I'm so screwed in this position. <laughs> um, and then, then, and then, they're walking around, they're walking talking, around and Avador's yeah. like, Did she scream? Oh my god, tell me everything about what having <laughs> sex with Hadass is like. And Yentl's <laughs> like, Ugh. I don't know. She did all that stuff you just said. <laughs> and she's also like, she, in, in when we fell sleep, asleep, she, was she like, called Avador, out for I you. I love you. <laughs> Avigdor, I adore you. Or whatever. And then she's like, Avigdor, I adore you. She said. <laughs> so then she, so Yentl is like, I know what we got to do. We got to, her parents are going to be out of town. Oh, also they're like studying, but they're just, gossiping and being friends and the teacher comes by and he's like are you studying or are you agreeing or disagreeing and they're like agreeing but the other one's is disagreeing, disagreeing and, and then, then they, they swap. swap yeah yeah um, but anyway she's planning we should have this dinner the three of us together because she wants to make this thruple happen but she doesn't have the commitment to see it through to the end of the movie is this before and, or after um the shabbat scene where she starts to teach hadas Oh, it's after. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. 
Yeah, okay. So there's a scene, they're both in their bedroom, Hadass and Yentl, and they're like, Hadass is like, oh, the sun is setting, like, it'll be Sabbath soon. Um, whatever. My mom says we that have there's some great good blessings sex. on Sabbath for ha- having sex, because she's like, oh, for praying or something? She's like, yeah. no. And then, <laughs> um... Yentl is like, well, um, what if I teach you the Talmud instead? She's like, uh, okay, it's forbidden. Then she's like, oh my god, oh my god, yes, yes! And, like, closing all the curtains and locking the door. And then she's like, this is, like, so great. And she's like, if it's she so delivers great, her dad's line to like... Yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you closing the windows? And then God will like, understand, but the neighbors mm-hmm. won't. Yeah. So then she's, like, just, like, talking, so excited about the Talmud. And Hadass is, like, falling asleep, and then she says something about making love, and Hadass is like, did you say making love? And Yentl's like, what? She's like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Anshul, I'm really tired. On Fridays, I do so much stuff. Like, I wake up so early. I'm too tired. Pluck all the chickens. Yeah, I'm, I'm too tired for the Talmud, and I'm too tired for, like, sex, and goes to bed. And Yantel's like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have this moment where um, Hadassah's parents are out of town. So Yentl invites Avigdor over for dinner. But Hadass is falling in love with Anshul now. Yes. Yeah, so, so Anshul is singing, uh, Yentl, Barbara Streisand over this scene <laughs> is singing a song that's like, I wish someone would look at me the way that Mandy Patinkin is looking at Hadass. Meanwhile, Hadass is looking at Anshul that way. And like, it, it's like an interesting dynamic because it seems like Avigdor is kind of aware that Hadass is mm-hmm. increasingly so smitten first, with Anshul. first they're at dinner and... Yentl is trying to like tell a story that involves Avigdor and is like oh yeah and, also and something tell was... what happened Avigdor and Hadass is like Anshul what blah 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 like what happened and just like completely ignoring Avigdor and he's like uh like why this is a bad idea and then um Yentl's like um, I'm gonna leave you two alone I'll like clear the dishes and Hadass is like that's really not your job and he's like Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then she hears them talking, but Hadass is just like, I'm worried about Anshul. I don't think he's happy with me. Um, and then she comes back out and they, she has tea. And then there's like a s- s- scene where um, she's, Yentl is pouring the tea and asking Avigdor if he wants lemon or milk like Hadass did earlier. And then she's, like, spilling tea everywhere. And Hadass, like, grabs her hand. I don't know. And also, in the previous scene, when they were talking about sex, something also comes up where she's, like, I used to, like, I I tremble around Avigdor, but around Mm -hmm. you I feel peace. Yes. And Anshul is, like, that's love. The trembling is love. You and I just have friendship. peace is friendship. yeah Mm -hmm. and then so then we have the will someone ever look at me that way song that you just described and then Avigdor leaves 
And and Hadass holds Anshul's hand as they watch Avigdor leave, and Hadass feels Anshul tremble. So Anshul, no, so she that, is like... I think the trembling that she felt was during the lemon or milk part. No, she says it's like when, he, like, I felt it when I touched... Maybe it's during the lemon or milk part. Whatever. They Whatever. Go At some point in the night, she felt the tremble. And she's so she's like, like I feel I committed trem- to you. She's like, I don't tremble. Like, when Avigdor was here tonight, I didn't tremble at all. But I do tremble when I'm around you now. And you trembled around me. So, like, we love each other. And, like, I'm ready to have sex. And... And she's, like, trying to kiss Oh, right, right, right. But yes. it's, but it, but Yentl keeps being like, oh, I just can't, I can't, I just can't. Oh, I wish I could explain it to you, but I just can't. And and Hadass is like, all right, whatever. I guess I'll just go to bed. <laughs> this sucks. And she's like, what? Like, I'm pretty certain that you love me. Like, what's happening? And she's like, <laughs> I I don't know, Hadass. I I'll explain in the morning. And yeah, then, she's like, maybe you'll she, feel better in the morning. And then she's like, hopefully. And then she tucks Hadass into bed and kisses her on the forehead. What's no matter what happens? That's the song that's in the... Then she's like singing some song that's like... While Hadass is sleeping in the room. And then she's walking around the town. And then she's in the woods. And then she's being struck with the harshest moonbeam that's ever been. She's like fully illuminated. In the in the forest by the lake, thinking about naked Mandy Patinkin, and this I don't really know what's happening. This song, it's kind of just like, oh, I'm all stressed out, and I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I know that I gotta like I want to be more authentically myself, and also mm-hmm. I have all these feelings. Uh, what am I gonna do? That's kind of like the point of that song, and then. It's the next morning, and she's like and made a plan to go. She's going to get Lublin some books with um, Avigdor. Yeah, she's she's going to the name of the she's town. going to get books in Lublin. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to have never been able to recall that. <laughs> it's incredible. And she's going to tell Avigdor that she's a woman. And she's like, "Hey, be patient, Hadass." And Hadass yeah. is like, "You'll be back." On Saturday. And well, she's had, like, yeah, but just, you know, love will find you if you're patient. But it's it's really, like, they're just so cute together. Hadas <laughs> is like, I'll miss you. And they're, like, holding hands. And she's like, remember what we read about in the Talmud about patience? So then it's like, oh, my God. Like, they've been, like, having these study sessions together which may just be because Hadass feels like she has to do what... Yeah, 100% Hadass doesn't really care that much about that. <laughs> it's interesting because it's, like... It seems like Yentl thinks, like, oh, Hadass will think more independently now that she has read these books, which is, like, maybe a little bit true, but also it feels like Hadass it was capable of thinking for herself mm-hmm. all along, but just, like, wasn't given permission to, and was kind of only studying the Talmud out of reverence to her husband, who clearly yes. wanted to teach it to her. Yes. But she, like, quotes the Talmud about patience and how, like, if you're patient, good things will come to you. And it's, like, romantic. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then she, Yentl gets in the carriage, and Hadass is like, 
Oh, and she says, tell your parents I'm sorry. And she's like, what? For why? (laughs) She's She's like, like, for not being there immediately when they get Mm -hmm. home. And then she's like, Anshul, I love you. And then Yentl's like, I love you too. And I don't know, kisses her on the head again. And then goes and then she's with Avigdor in the carriage and she's like, I have a secret. And then he's like, okay, what is it? She's like, no, I'm not going to tell you now. And then we get another scene and she's like, I still have that secret. Or he's, he's like, like, so, so how about that, that secret? secret? She's like, no, she's not like, yet. <laughs> and then they finally get to their hotel or their inn or whatever. And he's like, all right, now it's time for your secret. And she's like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to tell you. And he's like, oh my God, just say it. And she like turns off a lamp and then like turns it back on. <laughs> then she's like, okay, what if it was forbidden to read the Talmud? And he's like, it's not. She's like, but let's say there was a law that any man named Avigdor with like brown eyes was forbidden from reading the Talmud. Would you still read it? He's like, of course. She's like, okay. And he doesn't talk about what, like, that's interesting. Like, he doesn't really engage with that enough for me. Like, I don't think that she needs to really reinforce, like, even though it's illegal, like, you're being told that God doesn't allow it and you can't read the Talmud to prove the contrary because you haven't been able to read it yet. She's just like, yeah, you would still read it, right? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> of course, duh. <laughs> nothing but would stop me. But she does kind of, it's not clicking for him, but she is trying to make that point she's like even if like yeah she's trying but he's so clearly not getting anything (laughs) to read the talmud and he's like yes of course what's your secret she's like okay um well i am forbidden from reading the talmud because my name isn't anshul it's yentl he's like but that's a girl's name what (laughs) and then she's like um I am a woman. He's like, I don't like this. And Stop. I don't know why in this moment I was like, it was feeling less like she was confessing that she was a woman and more that she was like coming out as trans. <laughs> oh, we also skip the very like, the feminism of this movie is kind of crazy because when she's driving away after that scene that you think is like cute and gay with uh, Amy Irving, mm-hmm. then she sings the final reprise of No Wonder. And in that she's like, I, she is woman and so am I, you know, like this, she's like staking her claim in womanhood now, like she must be a woman. And she was introduced Mm -hmm. as there's a girl named Yentl, but now she tells him I am a woman. So we've just, we've seen her go from girl to woman and she took this stopover in boyhood on her way. But anyway, yeah, she seems like she's coming out as trans to you. (laughs) (laughs) But then, so he's like, sure, you're a woman and I'm the queen of sheba you didn't know, say that you know, but like yeah. that kind of Some joke sort of like <laughs> count of whatever <laughs> count dracula <laughs> but um then she's like no like i'm serious i'm a woman and he's like shut up why are you doing this and then she starts <laughs> this is this is what i was laughing because i assumed that she was gonna like be bound and just be like is this enough for you but she fully shows him her breasts and then he's like what the <laughs> fuck and then she's like i'm sorry i only did that so you would believe me and then he's like do you know how much you've sinned and i thought that he was just like why would you just show your breasts 
Like, that is a sin. <laughs> but then it becomes clear that he's, he's like, really, he's, like, you monster, you woman. Like, a woman, that's a monstrous. How dare you, like, scary chasing but she no she, he's backing and up and, and she's chasing him around and she he's like oh, stop right, and she's right, like wait no like, wait no monster it's like it's kind of it's like but girl just stand still for one start second chasing but then he starts chasing her because he pins yes her then he then the, the dynamic shifts for some reason so i don't, I don't know, know when it goes from shifts that I but then he's like why would you do this? Like, why wouldn't you say something? And she's like, because of this. Like, this is exactly what I was afraid of. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, fair. But he doesn't. That, but then he's that. like, well, why would you like, do this? He's like, why would you do this to Hadass? Like, to me. And why would you do this to Hadass? And he's like, she's like, like, because I wanted to sp- to be around you. And she's like, I wanted you to. And he's like, well, why would you do that? And she's me. like, because I liked studying with you. And he's like, like, well, why did you like that? And she's like, because I loved you. And then she. Well, he's he's not even like why why did you do that? He's like that it can't be that you liked studying with me. Like that's a lie. What is it? And then she's like, "Cause I loved you." And then she like collapses and she's crying and he collapses and is holding her and she's like, "I loved you." And I think he's crying too. And then he's like, "Oh my god, you look so much like a woman." <laughs> I feel so stupid. <laughs> and then he's like, I've also been in love with you. I thought the feelings I were feeling were wrong. And she's like, no, they were so right. <laughs> and then they start. They to don't, kiss. though. They go to kiss. Like, but then they're like, no, no, no. And then he's like, Hadas. And she's like, oh, you're still on her. <laughs> but he's like, what are you like? You're married to Hadas. And she's like. We'll just explain to the rabbi, like, a marriage between two women is naturally Yeah, she's like, women can't be married. (laughs) It's stupid. It's not a real marriage. (laughs) Um, And then he's like, okay, we can do that. And then we'll just go to a new town and get married. And then, like, I'll find a new yeshiva. And she's like, well, I want to find a new yeshiva, too. And he's like... (laughs) <laughs> what's wrong with you she's like what i did all of this so i could study the talmud like why do you think that i'm not committed to studying the talmud and then he's like why can't you just be a normal woman you know he's like she's like no I he's like know. we'll study at night then like together and she's like i don't want to oh, study right, in right. secret yes. and he's like well i don't know what do you want like how can't this just be enough or whatever or like for some reason she's like I don't remember the exact sentence, but it ends with her being like, I want more or something like that. Yeah. Like it's, they clearly mm-hmm. reach an impasse. He's, he's like, what more do you want? And then she's just like, yeah, more. So then they're, it's just not going to So work. she writes a little letter to the rabbi. That's like, you married two women. So don't worry. We never consummated it. It's simply not a marriage. And then she's also like, now that Hadass has studied the Talmud with me, I think that she'll be more open to like casting away the wants of her parents and just marry you because she loves you, even mm-hmm. though she loves me. Yeah. Um, I know. And then. Ugh. Okay. So, so they leave the inn. And they have like the most, like, she still like, kind of looks like, a, she still presents like a man and they just have like the tenderest, gayest goodbye in the middle of the street. Yeah, it's so funny how gay they're being and she's, like, dressed like a man. But he's, like, ugh. Like, just pointing out all her feminine features and being, like, 
I feel like such a fool. You're so pretty. All right, bye. <laughs> and then she's like, hmm, that's that. And then she's writing a letter to him. And she's like, I'm glad you found happiness. And like, I'm going to as well. He's married to Hadass. And she's getting on a boat to America yeah, Yentl is and singing a piece of Yentl sky. Is singing. She's Finally, like, she gets to sing America, Don't Rain on My Parade. I can... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she's like, I can be a woman and study the Talmud. And that's the end of this Which movie. feels so dumb to me because it's like, if you already knew that there were places in the world... Places where, where you like, could do that, why'd you go through It also this? is just like unfulfilling to me because it's like... I want her to create change in her community. Like, like clearly it was important to her. It's just like, it's, a, there's something about the situation is like, oh, she, like you could read this ending. Like she's not sacrificing any part of herself for a man. She's going to go live life to the fullest and on her own terms, like, and how feminist of her. But she's sacrificing something that was clearly very important to her because she could have, in the very, like, as soon as her dad died, been like, I have no ties to this country or to this community. I'm just going to go to America. Like, why did you do this whole thing if you didn't want to be studying with Polish rabbis in, or whatever, I guess, I don't know if Poland is a country yet, pre-nation states, but whatever. Like, you clearly want to be in this space and in these communities. So this is a major sacrifice. This isn't like oh, you didn't give anything up for a man. It's like you gave up a very big thing, <laughs> even if it wasn't for the man. Like, it's not possible. You have to make sacrifices as a woman to be successful in this way. And so why not just, like, do the thruple, you know? <laughs> why not just be married to Hadas and have Avigdor be your weird little live-in friend who impregnates the both of you and you do your holy duty of delivering children to the world while you study the, the Talmud as a man at your little yeshiva with your community. I don't know. It doesn't feel like a way I to don't be. think that she... I feel like she, if she was going to continue being a man going to the yeshiva... She could never have sex with Avigdor at the risk of becoming well, pregnant. Well, she wants to be pregnant. She feels like man. she has a holy... Well, she feels like the part of her that is logistically doesn't There work. seems to be something sacred <laughs> about being a woman to her. Like, she, there is something divine about the ability to have children. That's why she wants to be a woman and study the Talmud. So, like, you just... You get very sick for the last three months of your pregnancy you know and then you come back and you're like oh i recovered and also my you know you just can't they can't also my wife just she's just, baby, you know she's putting a little but... thing under her dress and she's pretending she's pregnant it would be it would be a a, a wacky situation oh but you God. could pull it I off wish there was a, i wish that that was the ending and then we had a sequel <laughs> to yentl that was just this <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems <laughs> equally implausible with the rest of the situation in like a fun sort of, the the thing that she says in the wedding song, which is like, people are just assuming that we are functioning in a conventional way. And so they're not looking for my secret vagina, you know, like will continue to be true. She could have children in secret. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. that it was, I I don't think that the movie was building to, like, her having to leave for that purpose. 
No, yeah. I was very, I was disappointed in the ending of this And she movie. also was giving up. And I wasn't even thinking, I know that the whole movie was about how she was in love with Avigdor, which I thought was stupid. But she also was very I in love with Avigdor. It didn't feel as, I was like, les- like, her love, I didn't really get, I don't, I don't know that I felt what was going on with her and Hadass. Because it didn't feel to me like, oh, they should just be lesbians together. Like, she really wanted, uh, she wanted the thruple. Like, Yentl needed the thruple. I know. Which is what bothered me. I was like, why couldn't they have just... Been whatever. lesbians? Because, because a marriage were, between two were, women isn't real, Nick. Almost, I, I just felt like they were almost there, but she had to be in love with a man, you know? That's okay, and though, like, to me. Who's Avador? You know? Who cares? Most women love men. <laughs> I think that they're... I don't know. I just liked... I liked... Yentl and Hadass's dynamic together. I liked Hadass as a character, but I don't. And I and I didn't like Hadass and Avigdor's dynamic together. Yes, that is I'm true. Like, she should have either ended up with Avigdor or with I didn't Hadass. feel like. But instead, Hadass and Avigdor ended up together. I was like, especially no. because <laughs> Avigdor was so in love, and also as I was watching it, I was getting more. The thing that felt gayer and more tender to me was not Hadass and Yentl, but was Avigdor and Anshul. Because, you know, like, Anshul was perceived so effortlessly as a man by everyone. Like, that felt like a very gay dynamic to me. And he, especially... I don't know. Anshul just looked so feminine to me that I was like, yes, this marriage is clearly gay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just think... But everyone thought that Anshul was... A man, yes, pretty effortlessly. Yes. Like, it would have been an adjustment for Hadass. No, it definitely would And it, what, it didn't I'm feel... Just, the fact that Av, Like, the fact that Avigdor could go from, like, whoa, that's disgusting, to, like, okay, you're really hot in, like, 45 seconds, to me, indicates that he was... He is bisexual and was in love with both the male and female <laughs> presentation of this person. <laughs> and so, is like... Whereas I don't know how, like, we just don't get enough information about how Hadass would navigate that. But that relationship felt, like, tender yes, to me in yeah. a way that, like, did feel like a I, sacrifice. And his relationship with Hadass was, like, I don't look her in the eye when she serves me food. Which is supposed to indicate something just about how, like, society generally views wives in that moment. But also, like, doesn't give me any, re- like, I'm just not rooting for that. Mm-hmm. There's no emotional core to that relationship. Yes. It's like she's nervous to serve him I potatoes say, and she he thinks she's hot. <laughs> it's like not enough. Yeah. I will say that I do think that if the movie ended, it never <laughs> could have ended with Yentl and Hadas ending up together. If she decided that she wanted to tell Hadas and try to stay together that would be a whole thing but what i what i didn't like about the ending that i wish it just ended any other way like what i really cherished about yentl and hadas's relationship was that it was so not like the traditional marriage where like they just don't really speak to each other and like there's not that type of respect as an equal and they they just had such a nice relationship, and even though it was like built on misunderstanding, I also did feel very. <laughs> I just I liked felt it. cheated of the scene and I where Yentl her... explains to Hadas what the situation is. Like I, 
it didn't feel fair to I me know. that Hadass didn't honestly... get the opportunity to process that or be angry about it or say what she wants. You know, like, we don't know that she wants to be with Avigdor now that she's had this kind of, like... Does she want to go to exactly. America with Yentl? Probably not. Like, I think that she does like a lot. We just are left to assume that there are a lot of things no, about yeah. traditional femininity that appeal to her that she wants to continue in. And she was just sort of like playing around with this alternative femininity thing for uh, uh, Anshul because yeah. he put it on her. But like, I, why doesn't the character get the opportunity to yeah. tell us where the she lands? The fact that Hadass is able to express like, I'm not in love with Avigdor. I'm in love with you. And then he's just like married to <laughs> yeah. Avigdor and doesn't say a word and is like reading the letter from Yentl over her shoulder. So like it's implied that she knows that she was temporarily married to a woman and it's just like, okay, good luck in America, Yentl. It's just like, I don't know. I wish that there was more yeah. to the I ending. also think it's very cool that this movie is like so jewish and it's like it's very like the characters and the story itself is like really exploring like what does it mean to live a holy life under the laws of god according to like the jewish tradition which was like interesting to me but then it does sort of like i don't know like the those kinds of religious interpretations that aren't like actively trying to create space for queer people within like the laws of god or like don't sit right with me for obvious reasons <laughs> where like like the it just makes me like feel badly for queer people who grow up in very religious environments where you're being told like the most holy thing you can do is have children and if you're not in a marriage that doesn't result in that you have failed <laughs> god <laughs> you know like like that's just kind of like a crummy yeah. byproduct of the moral universe of this movie, which is just like a real moral universe that a lot of people live in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that specifically. Like, I don't know. When they talk about how, like, even though they don't treat women as equals and do, like, oppress them, but then they're like, well, you are much more sacred than us because, like, you have the ability to create life. It's like, yes, the power dynamics are off, but I, I also think, like, that the ability to create life is sacred. So if you're told that it's your only reason for being alive, then yes, that is super exclusionary and sad for people who can't have kids or don't want to have heterosexual sex. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't know. Just the idea of that doesn't... Like, I don't want to give birth to kids, but I'm like, it's so cool that women do that. <laughs> I don't know. But yes, religion can be hard for queer people. Yeah, that was really just my point. <laughs> well, now we're just having a little philosophical chat. And I think this has been a pretty long episode, so we can wrap it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been pretty long. Well. Alrighty. That was Yentl. Bye. <laughs> Subscribe to this podcast if you want to hear more. Uh, maybe we should... T what are we watching next week? Tick, tick, boom. Mm, yeah. So come back next Exciting. week for, to hear us talk about tick, tick, boom. Bye. <laughs>
Mile I travel. 